started man a little bit more hungrier man you just you seem a little bit complacent lately i'm just I, i'm I just, complacent nah man it's just good weed out of here watching this <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't really i can't fight it, it man it's it so scientifical good. out of here i feel it i feel it i feel if it if you're man. cracking glass as much as he's cracking ass you might be an addict <laughs> <laughs> chin my down man. my brother chin down Let's go. Sorry, hey. put my, my crown so. on smooth <sighs> so not I don't know if Devin Alexander fought or not. I tried to look around. There was no video of it or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think, yeah, does it exist anymore? Because I wanted to talk about that this week. But hopefully Devin Alexander won. They didn't have really nothing else going on this past weekend. Wow, man. You're just jumping straight into the show, man. You ate RCF. Oh, yeah, huh? RCF. Just keys to victory. So you have to get so hungry. What are you doing, man? How? It's a crown, hey, man. Get, you just took a drink. It couldn't, have, it couldn't have been affected that fast. Let's talk about RCF.com. <laughs> Try them out for 14 days. I am RCF.com. You know how it is, man. Shoot Do is there. Do your job. Do your job. Shoot is there every day, all day. He works on the side. So make sure you hit him up. Do the two 14-day trial. Now let's do the keys to victory. <laughs> <laughs> just like I said, short but sweet, man. Those are always my favorite ones, man, that uh, just kind of resonate with me. This one I was a little bit torn about. But at the same time, I see what they were trying to do. Okay. Talent won't get you paid. Ooh. Hustle will. Okay. So, but we've, we've seen it. I mean, talent can get you really far, though. I'm, I'm it, convinced. Talent can, talent can get you really far. I am But convinced. you got to have the work behind it to get you paid. So, you know, the guy who said that had to be standing on the corner in Harlem, right? Because if you think about it, it is probably somebody who's good at hooping. <laughs> but he was just like, yo, it's the hustle that's going to get you paid. You know probably some old school. It's probably right. some old school cat who uh, never had, Man, who always had the talent, but look, he beat a lot of people just by outworking. Having them. that hustle is a good wiring to have, as long as you get the good goal behind it on why you're doing it. Too. Yeah, understandable. Um, but it's like a lot of times where we watch, we see the most talented fighter lose most of the time by somebody who's getting by somebody who's outworking them, out hustling, beating them to the punch. You know, just better game plan, sticking to it, just more heart. That's a Artur Gotti, mm-hmm. Mickey Ward. You know, you got those. You got, uh, well, Adrian Broner just barely beat out Adrian Granados, but Adrian Granados was the, he's a, he was a spoiler on a lot of accounts. Yep. So we've seen, we've seen this on many accounts, man. We've seen, even though the controversy with him getting knocked down and knocked mm-hmm. out, uh, Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. Yep. Those things. And that's a really funny fight to actually go back to. Buster Douglas outboxed Tyson. It worked. Him. That, yeah. Well, they weren't prepared him. for you. Tell Tyson really didn't train. Yeah. Like it, they had it, a they had a condom knew, for his you, eye. You knew it was a fight. Mm-hmm. He knew he had to walk in. Yeah. But at the same time, as you got in there, that's that's the one thing about boxing, man, or any sport or anything about competition. Once you get in there, you know what it is. Um, I was reading. Uh, I was reading a thing about Michael Jordan. I forgot who it was. Jordan had it all off game, and then somebody balled on Jordan. One get in, I forgot who his name is. I wish I did too. Didn't plan on really going into a story like this, but yeah, but go ahead. But anyway, the next game, the next time they played against each other, a dude who was running his mouth against Jordan was like, "Hey, yo, man, I don't feel good." He's like, "Well, you shouldn't be out here." So you already know, you already know what it is when you come out here, man. Yep. So no excuses, man. Especially when it comes to competition, man. No excuses. So. Back to uh, this weekend here, and I started off a little bit too soon. I kind of shot my wad early. I heard that. 
So we don't need to talk about Devin Alexander since you know what's going on with him. But there was one fight. Um, Marius Breedis versus Mike Perez. It was the World Boxing Super Series fight. Uh, Marius Breedis outpointed Mike Perez. Um, it wasn't a very exciting fight. It was it was a boxing match between two big dudes. But he got the win on there. We won't go into too, too much detail on that one. But the winner the win of this on one, one? Uh, Breedis. Okay, Marcus Breedis. And the winner of this one now faces Alexander Usyk. So Breedis is going against Usyk. I, I got the bracket. So I, I, I got everything. I know who's facing who. So you can refer to me whenever you need that info. Okay, are you going to put that up on our page? Um, I got to find a way to do it. I'm probably going to end up down like uh, downloading... You know the the brackets for like uh, Final Four. Yeah, do something just, like that. Just, just write it in. And I'll take a picture. That way everybody can stay. Can we'll keep stay you guys up. updated on that. Just kind of see how the Super Six World yeah. uh, series. I'm, I'm just is going. trying to find a way to do it to where it look, doesn't just look like a picture of a drawing. Makes sense. And then, so those weight classes were the cruiser weights. This is the cruiser weights here: Marius Breedis and Mike Perez. And then super middleweight was yes. the other super six classes. One sixty. Yeah, super mm-hmm. super middleweight. So it looks like. Uh, to go on that Devin Alexander trip. It looks like, I don't know whether they moved it, but in no, the late November. Oh, okay. Late November cool. is when the fight's going to be. Okay. So versus uh, Walter They got Castillo. bumped by UFC Unleashed. Because I went on Fox Sports yesterday. I was like, UFC Unleashed? I was like, what? Shout out to Mighty Mouse Johnson. Uh, he's got a fight coming up this weekend. The guy that uh, Devin Alexander's fighting, they have the same exact records, 26 and 4. So this will be interesting to see which way they're going to go. I can't believe that he's like going to be on Toto Toe Tuesday, though. That's kind of that's kind of weird. I can't. Uh, well, that's what you got to do, man. Sometimes it's what you got to do. If you if you're if you're going to stick to the hustle, stick to the grind. Yeah, sometimes you just got to go back how it started. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. It's a fight game, baby. It's a hurt business. It's hard to do. Now All the right, winner, well, Marius Breedis, is going to end up fighting Alexander Usyk next. So, this is as far as you're. This yeah, is as far as you're it. going. You got babe. one win, buddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it. No, no, this, this gotta, this gotta suck. Man. Yeah, that's gotta like, suck. Just, no just because Alexander Usyk, man, his training camp, they, he's around iron sharpens yeah. iron, so he's always gonna be around somebody who's gonna really help him improve. Exactly. Every and single he time. Because that does matter. Out there. That does matter. Mm-hmm. Where you train does matter with the talent that's around you, because all that little bit of extra advice and tips helps. That extra type of sparring you can get with the world class competition helps. You know so, what? That could be the main reason why I never see, or we never see, like, a lot of people from the money team really get off the ground. Like, yeah. a lot of, the, talent is They don't get they the spar Mayweather. They don't, they don't get the spar Mayweather. Not all of them, but, like, at the same time, you when think, it comes to that talent If pool, you were Mayweather, though, would you, like, maybe take all your own talent, like, all right, you get one round? Yeah. Just, just to get one round, just to... There's, just so they never forget. There's two, there's two ways that you can look about it. There's, there's two ways you can look at it. You can do it the way that I would do it, the way Jordan did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Jordan story. The TBE. Uh, when he re- when he retired the first time, mm-hmm. uh, one of the rookies that got drafted. I heard this story. You heard of, yeah. yeah, one of the rookies got drafted was like uh, running his I mouth. Was, yeah, running his mouth, talking about yeah, I would have played, I would have beat Jordan. Full showed up like the next he day, right? Showed up the first day of practice. Wow. Jo- just I'm retired, mm-hmm. and didn't say hi to nobody. You know, just hey, how, how you doing? Walking, walking, mm-hmm. called him out. Let's and, go. And there's actually tape on this too. You can, you can, uh, you never seen it? No. You never seen it? It was just a terrible one on one game. And See, it was you know just what I love gorgeous. about this is because I always heard that, I've always heard the stories of Urban Legends since, since when he retired. Yeah. I never even thought about looking up for tape, but it's good to know that there's tape out there. Oh, time. man. Cause, you know, um, as much as I love boxing, basketball has been my, my mm-hmm. first love. So, like all those kind of things, if it's Jordan, if it's Kobe, if it's you know, if it's any one of the greats or something like that, especially those guys with the killer mentality, I, mm-hmm. you see, you see who my favorite is. You see Mike Tyson. It's just, people who are killers, people who go after it, the the relentless guys. Those are the ones that I I fell in love with and I watched. So yeah, there is tape of Jordan out there just nice. trashing the rookie. Oh you just, I've always, you know, you hear me say it a lot. Don't throw rocks at the throne, but. At the same time, it's just, well, Jordan does it, Kobe did it. Mm-hmm. Whenever they had somebody new come onto the team, mm-hmm. they would dog him in practice just because, dog yeah, all the, all the rumors, all the legends, all the mm-hmm. myths, they're true. They're true. It's so real. I'm as relentless as I'm a killer. Is, everything that you heard is true. So you, got, you can do it like that. Yeah. Or then you can always, you can always wonder. You can always mm-hmm. just like, look, man. You know, and that's the yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. too, because like if you don't break or destroy somebody's confidence early, they can always run their mouth. They can always talk, and there's there's kind of some things to that, because you know there's some old heads that I never got to play, and I'm like, 
I would have took it. And then you, and then you hear the old heads, oh, young blood, man, I would have took you out back in the day. And I'm like, man, well, then play me. Uncle Thurm. So, you know, th- those kind of those kind of things like that. So Last I think thing, you should. La- I think you should, too. I think you should. Last thing about basketball real quick. If I go back in time, I go back to the taping of Space Jam to see those undercover games that I've heard stories about, too. Uh, nah, it's the... 1991, 1992 Dream Team. Those uh, scrimmages. Because I only seen flashes and clips of a lot of, you know, those, but the actually. No, that's it right there. That's it. Yeah, that's that's what I would want to see. Now, quick quick shout out to the Boxing Capital for having a rough weekend. Um, You know, I I got punched randomly by Cowboys. Your your hometown. Yeah, I got punched randomly by a Cowboy. And I don't like Cowboys. But I wouldn't shoot up the concert. Yeah, I just just won't do it. You know what I'm saying? That's just not me. Shout out to everybody out there. Um, Vegas is a very small town. It's smaller than everybody thinks. If you know somebody, if you meet somebody from Vegas, there's always somebody that you know that they know. Always. Everybody's one degree of separation. And that's the truth out there. Like, um, right off the bat, I had, there was a a, a girl my, my sister grew up with who had a friend she worked with who was there who got shot. That's that one one degree of separation is always there. Yeah. My dad even thought it, they had my dad had a friend they couldn't get a hold of for two days. They got a hold of me like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Well, if it's my dad's friends, though, those guys are possible shooters also. <laughs> so you have to be careful with that one. So. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Speak now. Let's talk about the only form of snitching allowed. Okay, man. We were watching the fight game, man, and I love Jim Lampley. Jim bro. Lampley's probably my favorite person. In boxing, outside of boxing, like who's not a boxer? Jim Lampley is is a is a, kind of like it's like me and you when, when we say that we're we're uh, we're always a student of the sport, no matter what, because we learn every learn every time, learn every day, and he's definitely a student of the sport, because he, you know my pops will tell you from the '80s he wasn't a fan of Jim Lampley as a commentator, but you grow into him because it's just kind of like. I'll, I'll use a little He's Wayne. one of the only ones who tells it like it is. That and it's a little Wayne theory though. If you suck as a rapper, but you get to do it every day for the rest of your life, even though you made money as a crappy rapper, you're eventually gonna get better and good. Okay. Okay. Same, I see where you're going with same that. Same thing with Jim Lampley. That's it is what it is. It is what it is. But let's what, what's the only form of snitching allowed now with what he said? So one thing that I like about Jim Lampley, of course, you guys have heard it now. The king of the sneak disc. Yeah, he's the king of the sneak disc. But uh, just going over the score, cat, the Adelaide Bird scorecard mm. for the Canelo Triple G, the one eighteen one ten. She recently stepped down, so don't mm. know what's happening on top of that. Didn't really care to dive into too She's much. She's actually of it, supposed too. to score this weekend at the UFC fight, but not now. <laughs> Who wants to score? Who right. Why? What do she you don't mean? know boxing. Apparently, she don't need to score no UFC. <laughs> yeah. So no. Um, what Jim Lampley said on the fight game, which is I like, he said, anytime you have an Adelaide Bird scorecard, now just saying that is you know rhetoric, is any scorecard that's just unbelievable because outlandish. you know outlandish. They're going to keep track of that, and they mm-hmm. were talking about um, we want to hear your feedback on yep. whether it's Twitter or any social media. So, any social media, the, whatever. So basically snitching on everybody who's uh, putting a blemish on this uh, sweet science sport that we love so much. They want to hear from you if it's a local fight, anything. Yeah, so just put it So just put it out there. That's the one thing I like about it. That's the only type of form of snitching is allowed. Just trying to clean up the sport because the sports already have a black eye and they got a lot of bad pub with coming different things. We're we're gonna talk about it a little it's, later. The black eyes part of the game, baby. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it really is. It really so, is. So it makes it, but it makes it even uglier. We got we always talk about, or not us talking about, but we always hear about people saying boxing is a dying sport. When? And then in their when? lives, in their lives, because this sport has brought so many. In the past two years, we've got a lot of fights that we thought every we would MMA never fighter see. has stopped saying that hey. because of the McGregor Mayweather fight. Yeah. So not even just that, but. When you come to a mega super fight like uh, Triple G, Canelo, or anything like that, it, it happened in the Canelo Mayweather fight. So you get a scorecard, something like that is so abysmal. That's what people are like, even though they're liars, they're saying, hey, I don't want to watch it because this is the reason why. What was that scorecard? So you don't even get a, a legit fight. So, you know, you get all that action, and then just to have it be like, what? I don't, I don't get it. So. Now, before we get into some more actual boxing, I'd like to mention how uh, how did the King of Grills challenge probably one of his best customers to a fight? An all-out, no-holds-barred fight. George Foreman calling out Steven Seagal. So, now, Alfred Justice and Mark for Death are probably two of some of my favorite movies of all times. Hard, uh, 
That's the mark for death. The ones the Jamaicans. Uh, yeah, that mark for death. And then, uh, hard to kill. Hard to kill. That's too. when he came out of uh, the coma. Yeah. That was that was his reign, Steve Seagal. Now, obviously, he's like a, a walrus. Um, hey, what about Machete? Machete, man, he, he started out. He came from prison. <laughs> he came from prison. He, Machete got his first job as an no, actor. I'm Steven Seagal in there. Oh, yeah, Steven Seagal was in Machete. Was he? Oh, that's right, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was okay in that one. He was okay in that one. And he was okay in that one with DMX. You know what I'm saying? Even though they had him throw one kick in that movie. What, Exit Wounds? Yeah, Exit Wounds, yep. Yeah. But anyways, how would you feel? How do you feel about that? What if if he actually took the challenge, accepted it? Who would win? George Foreman. Think so? I think. I mean, just what they what do they say? The power never really goes away. He still has the power. I don't know if Steven Seagal. And the thing is, Steven Seagal can't grab his hands to break his wrist like he does in any of the movies. If it's no holds barred, there's no boxing gloves. We don't know that. You know, there's years of this life of Steven Seagal's life missing because he was like in the government, and he used to bang Kelly LeBrock. Old model. Excuse who? Killer LeBrock. I don't know who that is. Weird Science. You check for Weird Science. I know. I remember Sweet a. Sweet Science. I remember a chick from Weird Science, but that's I don't the chick from Weird Science. Oh, okay. That's the chick from Weird. Anyways, I thought that was hilarious. That that even made news. How do you feel about that? I don't. It's fun. Honestly, I think it's gonna be on the undercard of the Mayweather McGregor rematch. You know what? I was just about to say that I would actually rather watch that than a Mayweather McGregor fight. That's funny. Because that one, I wouldn't know who would win. Yeah, right? So that one, I, I can see. Well, you one, could sell me on that one. Yeah. You could actually sell me I on that. Because I want to see what Seagal would bring to the table. <laughs> I really want to know. I want to know what's... Is there going to be a weight limit on this, too? Because who's going to... They're both heavyweights. Who's going to lose that both, one? They're not cutting weight. Neither one of those guys can cut weight. All right, let's get back to some real boxing here. You sent me a link on Instagram. I thought that was really good. The amateur records. It was a list of everybody's amateur records. Yeah, pass it, me this. It, it, what, what's... What did you think about that, man, when you saw that list? Uh, here, let me pull it up, actually. So, if you want to pull... Oh, let me get to it. The one thing I did like about this amateur list... Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. The one thing I liked about the amateur list is you do have anomalies in every sport. So, yep. there's so, so you got, you know... I'm going to make a lot of basketball references. So, you got the, you know... You got the LeBron James, but you also got the... You know who's amateur record I want to say? Darius Miles. Real quick. What? Canelo Alvarez. 44 wins, 21 losses. Is that is that wins or two losses? Two losses. That's good. Okay, two losses. Yeah. So, no, the reason you can tell Roberto the difference. Roberto Duran, 13 wins, three losses. How are you going to ask me to keep interrupting Sorry, me? That's what I do. Yeah, I know. So, the you just like I was saying, you have the anomalies. You got the LeBron James and you also have the Dar- Darius Miles. Yeah. You guys asking who's Darius Miles? Yeah, looking at another cat that came out of high school, it, just mm. like a Sebastian Telfair. Didn't last long. Mm. You know, I had some highlights, but then you got the cats that last longevity. But the reason why um, I thought this amateur boxing record thing was so cool is because it shows the different class of fighter from when you have a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. So church, or or not even in church. Anything that you do when it comes to construction work or rebuild, your foundation is everything. If you don't have a strong foundation, everything on top of that that's built on that foundation is going to crumble and it's going to fall. You know what's crazy? What? Is looking at it right now, I think, just off the top of my head, the two best fighters overall in here are probably the ones with the two biggest amateur records. Because right, right away, I'm looking at Rigando and Lomachenko. First ones I'm looking at right there. Because I even think of them. Like, those two guys, if I put them at the imaginary weight of anybody on this list, yeah. I give them a shot to beat them all. Pound for pound? Yeah. And and even and, and Triple G up there, too. It's crazy. Look at, yeah. De La, look at even De La Hoyas. Yeah. So, no, don't even just say it. Just tell them. So, like, we got... Let's start at the top. So, we got Andre Ward at 114 and five losses. Gold medalist, baby. Yep. We got Roy Jones, 121 wins, One 13 losses. One of the best losses. I've ever seen in my life. Life. Yep. Floyd Mayweather, 84 and six losses. Don't like it, but I tip my hat. Yep. Manny Pacquiao, six, 60 and four losses. Ooh, so that, uh, that shows the, the level of class you, where you live. Yeah. yeah uh, he can have, he need to get paid. Oscar De La Hoya, 223 and five losses. Gold medal That's what's USA. crazy. So think about it, man. Like, he's literally averaging like 22 wins or no, like, 25 wins per loss or no that's even lower than that that's like 50 wins per loss yeah every 25 fights you're winning yes. no no like every 50 fights marvin hagler Ooh. you got 55 and full one. Italian. sugar ray leonard 165 and 11 Ooh, great victim. triple g 
345 and five losses. That's insane. So this is one that was kind of crazy to me was uh, the Mike Tyson, the 48 mm. and six. And then Ooh, I could those see six dudes. And I could see heavyweights not having a long amateur yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're not going to be the biggest and strongest. And it's just like a lot of them are going to be power, more power. You get way more attention, too. You get a lot more attention as a heavyweight. So there's more pressure to turn pro also. Mm. Look at Anthony Joshua. Hey, Lennox, but then also at the same time is look at the next two names after that. Lennox Lewis at 95 and 9. Yep. Evander Holyfield at 160 and 14. Yep. Those two guys beat Mike Tyson. Yep. Wow. So you're just seeing just mm-hmm. that. And what, how did they beat him? They outboxed him. They outboxed him. They yep. outboxed both of them. So. Well, not, uh, Holyfield stood there and brawled with Tyson, bro, that first fight. Yeah, a lot of grabbing, a lot of head butting, too. Yeah, he, so. he, 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 did him the, he got him with that Hopkins style. Yeah. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez senior only 14 and 1 level of class broke baby and that's why and that's why I brought up that Darius Miles Sebastian Taylor LeBron thing cuz you do have the anomalies mm-hmm. in there where it's just like this guy's something special or I needed to turn pro you know to make to money get paid. or something like that yeah, yeah I got to get paid We think where Darius Miles is at now listen to the show I I can't even tell you uh Felix Trinidad 51 and 6 mm-hmm. Canelo 44. 44 and 2 uh, Roberto Duran, thirteen and three. Ooh, just like Julio Senior Chavez. Yeah, you know, but though I, I, you're gonna know, you're gonna know the background more than me on Chavez. How was his upbringing? Broke, just like every other Mexican out there. I mean, this as much as I know. I don't know too much about his his background upbringing, but he he's he's a broke an, another broke Mexican who became a legend yeah. by fighting. Um, definitely not the best best Mexican fighter out there ever. Well, that's debatable because the other one I can't think of his name right now. Um, but he's he's definitely up there at the top. If not the number one, he's number two. You're not thinking of Wilfredo Benitez, is no, he? Puerto no, Rican? he's Puerto Rican. I yeah. can't think of his name right now. It was a guy who died too young as a fighter. <sighs> I know who you're talking. I know who you're talking about. Let's hey, write that down. Write that down or mark that down so we can actually look that up. Yeah. The guy who died too young as a fighter. I know exactly who you're talking about. Freddie too. Prince Senior. What? No, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. You, you really made me lose. Oh, and then, of course, like Roberto Duran, the 13-3, and three, which we were talking ah, about. Salvador Sanchez. Salvador Sanchez. That's what I was talking about. Yep. That, he's probably, he died too soon, but he's probably number two. The, the, he'll be rated number two over under Senior Chavez. I'm not going to lie to myself on that one just because. <laughs> so if it's Senior Chavez, you spell it the same way as Senor Chavez, right? You just throw a little thing on top. I don't know where that came from, but let's go. Anyway, so uh, Roberto Duran, we already talked about um, the background. The reason why I asked you about Australia Hoyer, Hands of Stone, we saw how it was. So it's just like you're not going to have it. Nobody's going to invest in an amateur background mm-hmm. when you're that dirt poor and to have you flying around. And going now, this next one is one of my favorite fighters of all time, too. My top, top seven. Uh, first of all, he's on my Mount Rushmore, homeboy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to hear who about does, yours. Who 100% deserves to be on yeah. every Mount Rushmore. Underrated. Pernell Whitaker. Sweet. Well, he's not underrated. Nah, he ain't yeah. underrated nah. at all. At all. Pernell, but he is kind of lost in the shuffle. Like, he needs to be mentioned. Um, this is one of the things I heard Max Kellerman say he's one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. Like, of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Sweet P. Sweet P. Out of VA, baby. It's always so, good to see you with a nickname that stuck with you that your grandma probably gave you just stuck yeah. with you through boxing. So, uh, he was 201 and 13. Uh, Guillermo, in your next two, we were talking about what Guillermo. What now? Guillermo Rigondeau, 374 and 12. Not and then Lom- Vasil Lomachenko, 396 and 1. That's amazing. What? What? Now, ha- I'm going to say half of those legitimate ones. The other half, it might have just been unfair and you should have turned a pro after that first gold medal. Could have. But, yeah. but uh, also maybe if you, if you take away that second half, he wouldn't be as I- impossible to beat now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Could be, man, it's, like the only thing I, that could beat him is size. And even then, it still depends on his. You're still the spin, other dog. on his footwork. You still the other uh, dog. Miguel Cotto, one twenty-five and twenty-three. Adrian Broner, three hundred and nineteen. Adrian Broner has over twice as many fights, almost three times as many fights, and less losses than Miguel Cotto. Wow. That's why we always say and he's Miguel one of the Cotto most would whip him right now. Oh, they, he would, Miguel Cotto would kill him just off heart alone. Yeah, off heart alone. That's right. Just off heart alone. Can we make Adrian? Did we? Did we make Boner a nomination for the Tin Man? No, man. Should we do that? Because no. I don't know. Okay, he had he had some heart against Mike Garcia. Just no confidence. No confidence. Yeah, he didn't throw. He, he, he didn't throw, so it, we we already talked about his losses. His losses are good losses against champions, man. So 
Now the WBC is putting their foot down right now. You know they what? they they went into they spent a full day on boxing. It was just like well, you're, ordered, I'm, you're out hey, of order. They just, they I'm just, out no, of they order. They literally just pulled the hammer down. It was just like like you know what? I'm gonna show you who reigns supreme, and this is why we are the money belt. This is why everybody knows yep. about the green and gold WBC, and red, yep. the, the WBC belt. What did they World do? World champion more ties WBC. Mm. Hmm? I think you. I think you, we talked. We talked yeah. about it when the king died in Thailand. Go ahead. No, that's on you. You tell us what they did. They just ordered, ordered, ordered like a Jewish person ordered Chinese food. They ordered the, ca- the Canelo. I don't get that relevance. Anyways, Triple G versus Canelo. <laughs> you don't they, have order that, they order that rematch. Yes. So this is what it needs to be. Now, me personally. The rematch was already going to happen. It needed to happen. But this, at the same time. I think time this is, has sparked everything else that came after it. I see the money first. Mm. I saw the money first. It's just like it was very lucrative fight, but I'm gonna to we'll me, buy it again. To me, mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna sell as much. I think it'll sell more. No, I think it'll sell more. I don't think it'll sell. as I much. I think it'll sell more because I. I think Adelaide I Bird, demand it. I think nope. Adelaide Bird ruined it. I don't think so, because this is kind of like Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box had that issue a long time ago of people getting sick from the e. fast coli. food. Yeah, now they're probably the safest place to eat because of it. I think this is that situation there. Because she tried to kill the sport with some E. coli. Now, they're going to be all over it. They're going to be looking at every judge's background, their history of scoring for this next fight. They're going to be all over this, bro. They're not going to let this happen again. And then Canelo has to... There's, I don't care what anyone says. There's a mochismo behind Mexican fighters that whether they want to acknowledge it or not, you could bring it out of them. If you're a slick boxer, I can make you brawl because it's in it's it's in your DNA. You can't get around it. That is probably the best analogy you've ever had with anything. Thank you very much. At the same time, you're still wrong in this in this in this in this setting. So. As far as the sport, the boxing match is going to be great. Yeah. You got Canelo and Triple G who's never disappointed in a fight. They're going to be great. I'm not talking about that. The scoring, the judging, I think that's going to be a lot better. I say sailing. That's where I'm at, too. Once they're in the fight, I think everything's going to be great. But outside the fight, leading up to it. This is why you can't be a promoter. You're so negative. You're so negative. I'm not. I can't be a promoter because I'm one of those people, hey, man, it speaks for itself. Yeah. I ain't got to sell you, baby. Hey, it is what it is, is, baby. You take it and leave it. It is what it is. Take it and leave it, baby. That's what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. Now, this one I thought was very, very interesting. The WBC orders Jorge Linares versus Mikey Garcia. Yeah. Mikey Garcia would dominate that fight probably, right? Yes, just for the simple fact that now, I'm not going to say Jorge Linares is going to have the reach advantage, and he's a slick boxer. He he really is, but at the same time, is even though Jorge Linares uh, won his last fight, I'm not going to say he dominated. Jorge Linares won his last fight. He aged in the ring to me. Yeah, in his last like, fight he against was, Luke Campbell. He was, uh, yeah, against <laughs> Luke, Lucius Luke Campbell, man. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I did expect a white dude, right? Cool Hands? Wait, is it named cool. cool Hands? Lucius Luke? Yeah, so Luke Campbell. So, no, he, he did he did good against... Lenar is totally gay, bro. He's gay. Totally. Totally. You think so? I think so. Like... Only Clay, has his mom in his fights, no girl? Like, gay. Clay Aiken gay or... Lennox Lewis gay. Or Lennox Lewis gay. Lennox Lewis gay, totally. 100%. Or Miguel Cotto gay. No. Miguel Cotto is just in denial. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm, I'm. After you started poisoning things out with me about Miguel Cotto, I, I, I was look, like, look. "But his wife is so bad." <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that though, because that, I don't want you to beat me up either. You know what I'm saying? Look, and, and, and it ain't it ain't no complex on that because you can fight. Yeah. I would respectfully fight you and lose, yeah. and and proudly lose to a gay man. So I'm not trying to disrespect <laughs> you at all, Mr. Linares. You know, I'm just saying, man, if you only have your mom at your fights, that's usually a sign. Hey, you know what? So one of my favorite shows, well, the first, one of my favorite shows that I used to watch was Entourage. One of the first, nah, turtle. the first yeah. four or five seasons or whatever. The first four seasons, I think three yeah. were the best of it. And then so Vincent Chase, if you guys don't watch it, you should check it out. Awesome or at least show. the first couple. Uh, Vincent Chase, he was trying to figure out which female to bring to the premiere. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, tr- a trouble yeah. that you have. And then so, yeah, so like he often. was, shut up. So anyway, he was trying to look and try to find a girl to bring to the premiere, right? You know, he ended up, him and that squad, they ended up bringing their moms. It was safe. It was easy. Nobody, no other female's mm-hmm. feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. It, 
I can see I can see that as a great ploy. That way you stay out of trouble. It's like, hey, hey, baby, hey, I brought my mom. Yeah. Hey, are, are you going to get mad because I didn't bring you? I brought my mom. Don't worry. And then he has all. Then you step out of the ring. You're the WBC champion. Hey, hmm. baby, I'm the champ. You can take your so pick after that. Too many to choose from. Okay. Yeah, okay, you, you, you that's take, a good argument. Your, I like you that. Take, you take your pick after that, man. You, that's a good argument. Yeah, that's so. a good argument. Okay, okay. Well, if you can bang them boards like you bang them gloves, maybe you <laughs> might be good at that, too. Who knows? But it, Hey, it doesn't matter because you're still the champ. No, it sells itself. Hey, it's like, hey, I'm knocking everything out. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Mikey Garcia. I know he wants to fight Miguel Cotto. That's the fight he wants. What do you think should just? If, I don't think Mikey Garcia even is. He's not even sniffing this fight right now. He wants Miguel Cotto. He was wants it, big names. Wasn't wasn't it ordered? It's ordered by the WBC. If if Mikey Garcia doesn't Vacates. come to the, if Mikey Garcia doesn't approach it because the current WBC champ is Lenares, not Mikey Garcia. Mm-hmm. I think Mike. We should look this up real quick. Actually, let's find out what belt does Mikey Garcia have at one hundred and thirty five pounds. Mike Garcia it has the WBC belt. Okay, so ooh, so he has to decide to fight this or vacate it, right? Unless Linares accepts some step-aside money or Mike Garcia is granted a voluntary defense or he vacates it completely and stays at 140 where, when he fought Adrian Broner at last. So... The thing is, Mikey Garcia wants bigger names, but he, but he also wants to move up. So even if he went up to uh, super lightweight, if he went up to 140, who is there to fight? Terrence Crawford already vacated. Yep. So you're not going to get him. You don't want them problems yet, man. You, you don't want, you don't don't, want those problems. No, don't, none of y'all want them problems. So Trust you still me. got Jorge Linares. You still got Robert Easter. You still got Terry Flanagan. You still got to clean up your own division. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you... You still got Javante Davis, who gave up that uh, IBF belt. So, but That'd be a good he's, right there. Who you telling, man? He's ranked number three. He'll under take the, out Javante Davis today, because Javante the, Davis. The Javante Davis that we saw on the Mayweather undercard, he'll take him out. Javante Davis today ain't ready. So if they fought today, he would get mopped. But we'll see how he bounces back from this last fight that he had. Now, WBC also ordered a fight, which I think will be real, real nice. Alexander Guzdik versus Marcus Brown. Do you remember Marcus Brown? Yes, I remember Marcus Brown. He knocked Brown. out Shawnee Monaghan. Um, Sean Monaghan. Well, they call him Shawnee, Shawnee. Boy. But, uh, yeah, knocked him out. Um, Alexander Guzdik, we know who that dude is. He's yeah. another. He's part of this new Eastern European class that's just, just coming through. They're, they're mowing through these divisions, man, and walking through everybody in front of them. Just walking through them like it's nothing. I need some of them to do it with finesse, too. What are you going to do? Who are you pulling up, Marcus Brown or Alexander Guzdik? I was pulling up Marcus Brown, but it's not letting me on. Well, let's think about that one. Probably should pull up Guzdik because that would be easier to find a Marcus Brown in, in the entire boxing world. Yeah, they don't have, they don't have anything uh, set up right now as far as No, they just ordered they the fight, yeah. So I think this is a good matchup because Marcus Brown is a, is a tough 175-pounder, and the winner of this is supposed to be ordered to fight Adonis Stevenson. How do you feel about Alexander Guzdik against Adonis Stevenson? You know what? I actually feel really good about that, too. Even though I think I give Adonis Stevenson the athletic edge, and as far as that one, I can, uh, when it comes to those Eastern Europeans, they don't play games around. They, it's like you don't, you don't really see anybody who plays in jokes like Adonis Stevenson did, man. Sergey Kovalev, he got tired or whatever. He called him a monkey or whatever did it. But as far as... That's as far as it gets. Yeah, as far as about being business, man, they take that seriously. That's why man, you don't so. see no Eastern European comedians? <laughs> is, that, is that the only reason why? Probably too serious. Too serious. No, so like I like. Uh, I mean, I would get the slight edge I would give to Adonis Stevenson, but I'm still going with uh, Ghost Dick just for the simple fact that Adonis Stevenson doesn't need to be holding the belt. He doesn't need to be holding the belt. He's held it too long. He's not necessarily fighting nobodies, but he is cherry picking his fighters instead of fighting the best out in your weight class. And I don't like how he, yeah. Just him and him and Danny Garcia just going through the fields, cherry picking fighters. Well, cherry picking is uh, Danny Garcia doesn't. Yeah, it's really safe, but Danny Garcia doesn't have that power to do it no more, man. You lost, bruh. You lost. That's just what it is. Now this is a very very interesting thing that happened. Because he was already on the fight card set to fight Dominic Brazil, 
And this is on November 4th now. Bermain Stavern has stepped in to face Deontay Wilder in a rematch. Deontay Wilder was the... Okay. You see, you see Wilder's record, right? What is it? 28 wins, 27 knockouts? Yeah. Something that like that. 27, that 27... That one knockout that isn't there is Bermain Stavern. He's the man that he rock, got rocked with that right hand. He stumbled a little bit but didn't go down. 38 and 0 with 37 knockouts. Yeah, so that one person that didn't get knocked out is Bermain Severn, and he wants his title back. He's been trying to get this fight for a minute. And now, but he's also the last fighter that's uh, promoted by Don King. So sucks for him. Besides Amir Mom? Yeah. That's why we ain't seen him talk about him, right? Yeah. Whatever happened to Amir Mom? Man, he he's fought under the he fought under the weather. We just haven't been able to locate right. him and has nothing uh he ain't hitting his back. How do you feel about this though? Bermain Severn stepping in. I like it just because I'm able to I'm able to watch another heavyweight clash, clash of the Titans. The first fight was really good. I was happy with it. I was glad to see Deontay Wilder get the win. It was good to have uh, another American heavyweight champion because it's been a long time since that has happened. A very very long time, <clears throat> indeed. Now, you know Carl Francis coming back. You think that, you think this opponent's gonna slip in the shower too? Horatio Garcia? Um, I still don't... I'm still mad that Leo Santa Cruz not giving him his right? uh, rematch. I in, am uh, too. Belfast. Upset. So it's... Well, think about Carl, uh, Carl Frampton. The or Jekyll. Who is uh, Leo Santa Cruz fighting? Uh, some of the Mexican dude. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about that fight. God, I'm a little upset because they try to sell it as Leo Santa Cruz and, and Abner Mars. Mars. And they're, and they're fighting not even fighting same, each other. Yeah, they're fighting on the same card disappointed by that one very disappointed but they are but we are going to talk about them next weekend when they do fight yeah you got you got a lot of gary russell uh carl frampton is number one ranked on uh wbc for uh in ranking mm -hmm. under uh gary russell jr so there's a lot of fights to be made at uh featherweight division still i'm glad like, to see the jackal step back in the ring man um he's he's a he's a fighter i really really grew to like after, especially after that first performance with Leo Santa Cruz, mm -hmm. he lost. He legitimately lost the second one. He got outsmarted. He thought it was gonna be a brawl again. He got outboxed. That's what's gonna happen sometimes. Now, uh, why don't you put him in with a uh, Genesis Cervania? You'll mop him up. Yeah, Easy he would. Work. Easy work. <laughs> put him in with Oscar Valdez. Don't insult him. Give him. Put him with Oscar Valdez. Who would win in that fight right there? Right. I would give Carl Frampton the edge on oh, that one too. Because he's been there, done that, homie. Yeah. Been there, done that. Too easy. Now. Keith Thurman has come back January. Don't you don't you yawn on me, Sleepy Brown? How dare you? How dare you? Mm, that's how I feel about Keith Thurman. Really? Mention his name, you yawn. Yeah. Would it, you say it, that to him in the ring. I'm just more like as as big as a threat. He, he's as Keith, hurt his Keith shoulder. Thurman is. I'm just I'm still disappointed at how him and Danny Garcia fight. How it out, started man. off as a great fight. Uh, it, it was like it was one of the, the most first four hyped. rounds of greatness. And then it just came into box match. It was you guys. You guys promised me fireworks. Mm -hmm. They they really did promise me fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then it was they both were hesitant, too hesitant. So it's just like now when it's like having a done. bad Chinese New Year. You you predicated your career on knocking people out, Keith Thurman. One time, at one time. Yeah, that's what that's what it, that's what your name was predicated on. Yeah, now it's gonna yeah. become at one time. <laughs> <laughs> twenty eight and zero with twenty two knockouts. And then you start, Grant. You know I love boxers. You know love, I love boxers. Love it. But I wanted you to see you knock Danny Garcia out. Even though I was going for Danny Garcia, mm -hmm. just because that's the only station station I had. Just it's like Danny Garcia has always disappointed me. But this one, I can see him pulling it off. And then you disappoint me, Danny Garcia. Get knocked out, Keith Thurman. You was scared of that that no look left that, hook. That, that no, no the no look hook. You were scared of that, and you end up fighting. <laughs> now, Sean Porter. <laughs> I understand. I understand you boxing Sean Porter. You don't he, brawl with him. You don't brawl with him. And he still had no choice but to brawl with him. Who do you think he fights in January? Sean Porter? Nah, Porter got a rematch. He got a fight coming up against Adrian Gennaro. Said he got to worry about. That's gonna be a tough fight. <laughs> no, nah, I think uh, Sean Porter will pull that off easy. Yeah, probably. But what about a rematch with Thurman? Or do we go straight for Earl Spence? Nobody who holds the title in the welterweight division. Besides Earl Spence, once with, I don't even know if Earl Spence wants with Earl Spence. Right, he, he hates he doesn't even shadow box. <laughs> he won't even shadow box. He's that bad. 
Oh man, you gotta shadow box yourself. What? What? Well, I don't want that. I don't. I don't want nothing to do with that. I so lose too easy. So this, you know, that's one of my things mm. when I uh, when I get to heaven, is uh, I want to play myself one on one to see if I'm better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. I got a list. I don't have a but. I don't. Have, <laughs> I don't have a bucket list like to do yeah. on this earth, but when I die and I go to heaven, that's one of the things I wanted to play myself one on one. Just I also want to play Jesus too. No, play just, Jesus. I want to I want I want to see if he fouls me. It'll yeah. be like, oh God, he didn't you didn't travel, you didn't foul. What, what do you do I, if you walk up and it's a white Jesus? You're like, oh, I don't know, but if it's black Jesus, you're gonna be like, yeah. It's not. It's not gonna be white Jesus. <laughs> it's not. It's. it's Probably, we're, we're not gonna get probably into that. Probably Indian, but it's, it's, Korean Jesus will show up. <laughs> or people get sunburnt too easy. Right. How did, you're in Jerusalem, but homeboy, right, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So no, but no, that's dead serious. Mm-hmm. I want to play myself one on one, just to see, just to see how that will go. Just it's like see. masturbate in the mirror. <laughs> no, what 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 is wrong with you? I don't know. What is wrong about. with you? How, how high are you? I don't know. It's, it's cloud nine, baby. Oh man. Now there are some fights to pick this weekend. World Boxing Super Series continues to bring it with Kiss, Kiss Chris Eubank Jr. versus Avini Yildream. If his nickname's got to be the Dream, right? Mm. Avini, the Dream, you Dream. Let's look at Chris Eubank Jr. He had a win over Arthur Abraham to lock this place in the World Boxing Super Series. Chris Eubank Sr. You know what his nickname was? What was it? Simply the best. Wow! Only a brother in England can get away with that nickname. <laughs> I'm simply the best. Chris Eubanks Sr. That wouldn't fly out here in the U.S. It'd be like, sorry, it's too long, bro. You would turn into an acronym. S-I-B-S. S-I-T-B-S. S-T-B-S. S-T-B. Ha! It's a new disease. S-T-B. Sexually transmitted best. I hate you. I hate you. So, Avni Yeldrim. Yeldrim? Yeldrim? Yeldrim. Where's he from? Let's look at this dude. So, he's German. Okay. He's German. No, Turkey. Ah, so, yeah. Turkish. I was just looking at the flag in here. So, he's from Turkey, super middleweight. He is 16-0 with 10 knockouts. Oh, he ain't ready for that. Yeah. He ain't ready for so, that. they just got him to fight time. They yeah. just got fight him to buy time, so. So, the, this is probably where your show, where your, uh, your tournament ends for you, buddy. It's <laughs> like uh, losing in the first place of dodgeball. Um, thanks for participating. We're glad to have you on the show. <laughs> uh, and good luck to you in your career. That's what I'm going to say. Chris Eubank Jr. has been in with far too many world-class fighters to lose to Avenia Dream. Now, it's boxing. I could be wrong. I could be so wrong. It's crazy. So, and then, and then Avenia, I welcome you to be like, in your face. But he, uh, mm, the odds are against you, brother. You, you know Aaron Pryor, right? course senior i ain't talked to junior in a while but yeah i know them brothers yeah no so aaron Pryor, he beat him that's what he has on his resume okay okay so he beat aaron Pryor junior ain't nothing like his dad but okay and uh, two great fights with alexis aguayo yeah no that's all he have that's so all we got on one of them. that's it that is it that's it the rest of the names we can't pronounce or we don't know them. so chris eubank jr you should be able to move on and continue at 168 because i would love to see a george groves and eubank jr fight that's assuming George Groves just passed his opponent because he's fighting the next weekend. It's against uh, uh, the name is Jamie Kennedy. It's popping ahead, but I know that ain't it because he's a comedian. Now Andrew Selby is also fighting this weekend against Maximo Flores. Maximo Flores is the guy we covered. We talk about Andrew Selby all the time because we want to see him get bigger, and better fights. But he's got a fight this weekend. Also, uh, Maximo Flores. I'm not sure. if You said Andrew Selby. Andy Selby is what it'd be, right? Let me see. Why are you looking at me like I was crazy? Just numb. I'm looking at so. What are you What are you looking up? I have no idea. I was trying to look up. Is that, is that a porn app that you just opened up? Oh no, I don't porn have, No, not this profile. No, you said Andy Sel Andrew Selby. Who is it? Get it right. Let me Let me open up my Squared Circle app. You can find it available in Google Play and iTunes. Make sure you tell your friends and family members about it. Andrew Selby, yes. The guy who's uh, nine and zero with five knockouts. Okay, who's the other Selby we talk about? Lee Selby. Lee Selby. What was? 
Look, I can't see. This is why. And Selby's an Olympian. Yeah, Lee Selby is the um the other featherweight. We just I just, we just named him. Yeah. Okay. Well, he got the headline card coming up this weekend in London. Maximo Flores, we've talked about before. Lee Selby, the featherweight, the featherweight. No, champion. Andrew Selby is, is was right the first time. Lee Selby is not fighting this weekend. I was. Just, do your job. I did. Your, look, I, I, I don't. I can't do. I can't work on these circumstances. They're related, probably. Probably just because they have the same last name. It's gotta be. Well, Sam Eggington is fighting this weekend. <laughs> you know who <laughs> Sam Eggington is, right? Yes, I know who Sam Eggington is. Who's Sam Eggington? What did he do last? Who's his last fight? Hold on, let me look it up. Polly Malignaggi knocks him out in the fourth round. Oh, yeah, that's the one who ended his career. Yeah, body shot. Body snatched him. Sam Eggington. Now, the guy... Sam he... the Savage F. Eggington. Oh, that's a nickname right there. So, no. So, yeah, it wasn't just Polly Malignaggi. He uh, he also fought two more t- one more time after that. And he's, now, yeah, the guy he's going against is definitely on the watch list. Mohamed Mamoun. Just clicked on his picture. 18 and 2. Watch this. With only like two knockouts. Okay, okay. So we got a boxer on our hands. He's French. Did not see that coming. So Sam Eggington. What you think about Eggington? Last time I saw him, I liked him. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime anybody, whoever knocks out Polly Malignaggi, I'm a fan of. <laughs> anybody who crushes your soul and mm-hmm. makes you unhappy, I'm probably going to be a fan of him. Nah, that one did crush my soul. <laughs> that <didn't> crush- <laughs> nah, Polly was done. We saw it coming. Rise was, was, was on the wall. Was it, was it uh, Goodfellow Perella? Was that the last? That was oh, the last. That ooh, was the last ooh, one. Ooh, ooh, what ooh. Pull I did like I did like uh, literally a hundred squats today. Just I just cramped hammy. up. Yeah, you I just, just had, I really did. You just had an NFL uh, injury due to podcast over here. Hey man, look, this is dangerous. What we do, man. We don't just talk about it, man. I we live this. You had like a Sean Kemp injury. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious, man. So I did uh, no. I did, no, we lit, I legit did like 100 squats today. And I didn't Just feel it. how I know I, I ain't worried about you. But you can talk all that with your mommy. As soon as I go after you, you can have something fall apart. And you just go drop. Hey, but the thing is, take that chance. What if something doesn't go wrong? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm from the city of Gamble, baby. I'll still go to an outdoor concert. I ain't scared. Oh, man. No, that's, that's how I roll. Sam ten. we need you to step up in better competition. What, this is a 147-pounder, right? Yes. Now, lucky for him, no, not lucky, uh, but good decision by him to be promoted, I believe, by Eddie Hearn, who is now promoting Daniel Jacobs, who's about to make his way in the U.S. as a good promoter, who has given us great fights like Kill Brook and Triple G, um, Carl Frampton when he fought Leo Santa Cruz both times, even though he lost Carl Frampton, but he's... I want to see Sam Eggington step it up in competition. He's going to have to because looking at all the uh, the welterweight belts, he is ranked number nine of the WBC. And out of WBA, IBF, and WBO, he is not ranked at all. Who is ranked above him on the WBC? Uh, Carlos Adames, Adames, uh, Quadrilatito, Abdukraksarov. Okay. Diego Chavez. Okay. Konstantin Panamarev. Okay. Jesse Vargas. Okay. Manny Pacquiao. Uh, Danny Garcia. Sean Porter. Okay. So there's some legit people on there. Uh, at least until you get at least the first three or four I've, I've never heard of. Me neither. So I'm surprised that they're going to be ranked above him. but maybe or, or maybe we need to look into who those fighters are. He's Sean. They got Andre Brodo ranked as number 15. Yeah. That's it. They just you just adding him in there. Well, no, nah, I guess that's legit if you think about it. Burrow at fifteen. You think so? He should. He should still be a top twenty man. He should still be in the top I twenty. Think if, if he'll get if we're talk, mocked if we're talking by about, all of them, but we're talking about out of respect. Yeah, out of respect. He I, had I, two belts at one time. So we got Sam Eggington ahead of uh, Lucas Matisse. I who we ain't seen him. What you mean you ain't seen him? You ain't seen Lucas Matisse's last fight? Yeah, I did. A year ago. What are you talking about? It wasn't a year ago. In my last just, year. Am I high? Maybe. You smoking my stuff, Smokey? You smoking my stuff, Smokey? <laughs> Let's look that up. Because I wanted to talk about Lucas Matisse for that possible boner fight, but I don't got it on the list today. But we go look that up real quick. Yeah, see, Lucas Matisse, he fought in May. He fought, fought May 6th against Emmanuel Taylor. TKO. Okay, okay. Remember, okay. we watched that. Okay, okay. But still... I think Egg Ten should be ranked above Batiste because based on record alone. Record, 
You think who? Sam Aiton should be ranked above Matisse. Okay. Emmanuel Taylor, Victor Postal, Ruslan Provotnikov, John John Molina, Danny Garcia, Lamont Peterson. Now, Devin what you're Alexander, not looking at DeMarcus is. Demarcus Corley, Zab Judah. I'm going to screw you, young blood. Take time. Matisse has one fight at 147. You cannot be ranked above Sam Aiton, who has been campaigning at 147 for his last 10 fights. You're just not there yet. It's just what it is. That's just how the rankings work. Now, you love Matisse. You feel he deserves to be in that top price seven of 147 in there, but that's just not how the game works, baby. I'm learning you today. It's the 101. So, now that Terrence Crawford dropped all of his belts. 140. And he goes, this is a 147. Mm-hmm. He deserves to be at that bottom of that list because he's never campaigned. Since yeah. he's never ca- since he's never campaigned at 147, is that what you're telling me? No, not at all, not at all. Then tell me what's the correlation between the two? Record. What, what's Sam Aiton's record? Well, Lucas Matisse is 38 and four okay. with 35 knockouts. Sam Aiton's record? How many losses? Let's see. I know the number right now off the top of my head, but I want you to look it up. He has three losses. Okay. 21 with 13 knockouts, three losses. There you go. Okay, so. Who's got more wins at 147 pounds? Bradley Skeet. Johnny Coyle. Yeah, I know Johnny Coyle. Dale Evans, you're a liar. No, you're lying. These are all bar fights. That's been publicized <laughs> on the news. Look, whether they're bar fights or not, they counted. So yeah. somebody there was sanctioned it. So even if it was even if it was a bar fight, right after he ordered his drink, right. somebody sanctioned it. <laughs> all right. So I don't know. They really sanctioned hear. it with they his fish and chips. Victor Postal. The great winner. Danny Garcia. Yeah. Great loss. Devin Alexander. Mm-hmm. Zab Judah. There's a difference in class of the fighters of who they That's lost true. to. That's true. That's true. So yes, I am putting Lucas Matisse above Sam Eggington. Agree to disagree. And that's all I can say on that one. That's all I can say. Because there's no way. No way. No way. Because right now, we just talked about a list that didn't even have Terrence Crawford on there. What'd you say? Is Terrence Crawford even on that ranking for 147? No, because he's never fought at that. Okay. That's the reason why. He's never fought at that. I rest the case. But he's at 147 officially. Lucas Matisse has one fight at 147. And he had a layoff for two years, right? Before that one fight at 147. Sorry, bro. You just don't, you don't walk in above an active fighter like that. This is like the Mikey Garcia. You can't take all this break off and walk in with no fights. But we already discussed we already discussed how that was relevant. You you argued him not being ranked high or him being ranked too high. He, this man was a champion before he let off. Mm-hmm. That so the Mikey Garcia we are. Already sunned you in that, man. No, I don't want to take you. Yeah, sun I, didn't, nobody I, didn't. I, I sunned you in it's that one. It's the most popular you show. About? Just go listen to it, y'all. You it got is. sunned. First of all, we already went through the list. Mike Tyson had a layoff. Mm-hmm. Floyd had a layoff. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali had a layoff. But when they came back, you still ranked them high because they were champions when they left off on their own accord, except for Muhammad Ali well, and Mike Tyson. Off, they're not on their own accord. Mike Tyson was, was, a, was, a, was a stint. It was a, <laughs> so, but either or, yes, I'm giving them the justice to walk back in and uh, take their crown off their mantle. So, yes, you lost you know again. You, you got signed on that. You don't know what so. you're talking about. Anthony Corolla versus Ricky Burns. This is a grudge match coming up this weekend. This is a fight that probably happened a little bit too late. For two guys that uh, I guess have always had verbal confrontations on Twitter. I don't follow them on Twitter, but that's what I've read once the fight was made. And uh, this should be a fight Anthony Corolla should be able to beat a, a, a shop-worn Ricky Burns. Easy win for him. The billion-dollar man, Anthony Corolla. We've seen him get worked by Lenares twice. Tough guy. Tough fighter. But Ricky but, Burns, tough guy. Yeah. Ricky Burns is the only man to get whooped Jorge and Lenora's make the guy though. whooping him. Quit on the stool. Lenoris, though, man, he looked good. We just said he would, so I'm not even going to take anything away from Anthony Crowler just because he lost to that. So that doesn't that doesn't give him. It's just like how we talk we talk bad about Adrian Broner because he's, he's a boner because his his potential we feel like is wasted. Wasted but talent, same, but at the same time, Bronx tail. At, at the same time, a loss to Mike Garcia. A that's a, a legit loss. Mikey Garcia. A loss to Madano, Sean Porter. Madano was a legit loss. Um, Sean Porter's yeah. a legit loss. So it's like we're we're still not going to take anything away from him. We we take a little bit away because every single one of those were fights he should have won, except for the Garcia maybe. So the Garcia, it could have been either or. He Sean had Porter, a way big opportunity to beat Garcia, but did not. It's hard to keep Sean Porter off of you. Lucas Matisse did a should, very good job. Better talent than. 
better talent than Sean Porter. Um, it'd be way better than Medina, but just got. This, this, is, this is what happens is, when you pro- bully a bully. His problem is getting out, outworked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gun shy now. No confidence. So we got Ricky Burns, who just lost to uh, Julius Andango. Tough, tough guy, Ricky Burns. He's one of the toughest dudes out there. This is the dude you got to kill. <laughs> He and also one of the names that we used to talk about, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, Kareel Relic, yeah, that was one of the actually, I think we watched that fight. Yep. He beat him, right? Uh, yeah, he beat Kareel Relic, yep, and lost to Rancis Bartholomew, who we are, who we are not a champ, uh, I nah. mean, a fan of. Oh, yeah. Kareel Relic did Bartholomew, chump or champ, champ, I mean, chump, chump, big time um, chump. I was gonna say nowhere near champ, uh, big time chump. No, 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 no. Rancis is fine. Ludwan. Ludwan, yeah. Ludwan Bartholomew is a chump. chump. Big chump. Yeah. So Bad hair, we, dude. Big chump. Apologize for that, Rancis, man. But don't your worry, little brother, he's cute, bro. He, he don't understand English. Oh. He ain't a fan yet. I don't know. I don't know how to say chump in Spanish. El chumpo. Nah, just a loser. Loser's universal. Hold hold that L, <laughs> like you did, man. He just mm. he's eased his way. He squeaked his way out of that fight, man. Yeah. He's the bum. Let's talk about Ricky Burns, though. This is a guy who's done. He's shop-worn for sure. And this has got to be, if not his last fight, one of his last fights. He's put his time in, man. He's done, he's done his work. Anthony Crowell should be able to get the easy win with this one. Easy? Nah. nah nothing's not, easy listen, against Ricky Burns. So, these, so Ricky, easy Bur- against Ricky, Burns. Ricky Burns has six losses. You want to hear the names? Chance Crawford's one of them. Julie Sandango. Okay. Uh, Omar Figueroa Jr. Legit. Dejan, Dejan Zlatichinen. Legit loss. Yep. Terrence Crawford, of course. Legit loss. Yeah, Carl Johannesson and Alex Arthur, so a little yeah. bit earlier in his career. Ricky Burns is a two-time champion, man. He's not no slouch. He's the only man I've seen beat, get beat, and the dude beating him quit on the stool at eight rounds. But he got, he got ran out of energy for beating him, and he won the fight. How does that happen? What fight was that? Sorry, David Names go down from top. I'll tell you which one. How long ago was it? Was it Alexandre Lapelli? Eight round TKOs what it would have been. Two round TKO. Uh, Michel De Rocco. De Rocco. That might be it. For championship. Let me see. There's like the eighth, eighth or ninth round. The last is six round. Oh, hold on. I lied. Ricky Burns. That's a, that's kind of a good rap name. Ricky Burns. Yo, yo, yo. We got Ricky Burns up in the house. I'm burning with the burner. You yeah, that was, that was round eight, TKO. Yeah, so that's one right there where he's, that's how you sun somebody. When you've been beating me up and I made you quit. Hey, man, it happens, man. It's Ruslan Provotnikov, man. Blocks with his face. It happens right? sometimes. It's a bad technique. I would not I would advise against it. Now, make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available on Google Play and iTunes. Hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 and Instagram at Squared Circle 101. If someone talks some smack to me on Twitter at Talking Smack 101, I'm trying to get trolled. Tell me you suck. Let us know. We want some feedback. We love new listeners, and we appreciate everybody who does follow What's the keys to victory? How are we winning, baby? Talent won't get you paid. Hustle will. And also, I want to give a special shout-out to all you guys, man. Like, we... The new listeners, the old listeners, everybody, man, that you guys can... Thank you for staying dedicated. For the friends and family that listen. What would you say? For the friends and family that listen as well. Yeah, we appreciate every single last one of you guys, man. Thank you for tuning in every week and hearing what we got to say at Square Circle. My man, Sonny Sonny Ill over here is constantly always trying to do things to improve and make this show better so we're, we're trying to take leaps and bounds and get better for you guys so we one more time y'all. give me that keys to sit in talent won't get you paid hustle will just like the porn game baby that's what i'm talking about that's how we move forward that's how we win it make sure you hit us up on twitter talk a little smack to me and download that app baby i'm out <laughs>